What's shaking, YouTubeites? Welcome to uh, Lords of the Lawnbox presents the Cover Price Comic Book Shakers of the Week. I got my man JB with me and my man Jack. Oh, that's not Jack. That's Justin oh, from the Comic Con oh. podcast. I had no idea he was going to be on here, and <laughs> I was wearing the that. shirt anyway. But uh, shout out to everybody in the live chat. Uh, I'm glad you guys are uh, hanging in here with us. Yeah, even though we're we're going up against the NFL and Cowboys oh, against right. Tom Brady, so uh, you know. Sorry, but, you know, we'll do the best we can, being that it's the start of the NFL season. But while you guys are congregating, you know what time it is. Just say the word. Time. Tailgating time. Just say the word. That's one of my favorite mm -hmm. intros. That's basically yeah, all definitely. the dopest DJs. Uh, shout out to everybody in the live chat. I try to highlight you guys all, as you guys said. Um, shout out to Ages Comics of Alaska, who did a, um, a deep fake of me that just looks awful, by the way. I was like, remember last week I was saying uh, Lou from Ages Comics has the perfect face for yeah. a, uh, the face. I Mine does. I look awful in every one of them that I've tried. So uh, shout out to everybody in the live chat. This show is uh, the comic book shakers of the week and of course that show is sponsored by our friends over at coverprice.com go to coverprice.com sign up for a two-week free trial 
or six ninety nine a month, basically the price of a, a bacon uh, single. Which I went to. Never mind. I don't even want to get my spiel about how expensive Burger King was. I thought it was ridiculous. I, so I was like, <laughs> give me the buy one, get one for a dollar and a medium iced tea. And they were like, that's 12 bucks. I, go, I thought it was buy one, get one for a dollar. Anyway, Damn. so it's also by our friends over at KRS Comics. Go to KRSComics.com. Use discount code of LOTLBD at 15% off the entire KRS Comics store, including the pool list, as well as the exclusives. And Friday, boys and girls. This mm-hmm. one's gorgeous. Natalie oh, Sanders yeah. doing a magazine variant. This is the they Chris told me this is the last magazine variant of the year. Um, and there you go. So Natalie Sanders doing the Wonder Woman 80th anniversary. So there's gonna be a ton of these, and it's a hundred issues, so it's gonna be a big, big issue. A literally big issue. Uh it's a hundred mm-hmm. pages thick. Gorgeous Natalie Sanders art. Uh, we dropped the news last week, and Natalie Sanders is also going to be doing a uh, Mikey Sutton Karras comics exclusive for his new Dreamwalker comic. So it's kind oh, of exciting. Yeah. Our, our world's kind of uh, combining. The show is also sponsored by our friends at Rocket Comics. Tell them the Lord sent you. Get 10% off your pressing services uh, or 20% off your pressing services for the first time. And uh, any additional time after that, it's you get 10% off and... For the 7,000 subs giveaway, our friends at uh, Rocket Comics are probably, uh, nice enough to donate these two books. That's Spider-Man uh, Quadruple Sign 9.8 and yep. Giant Size Annual number 4. I think it's the first appearance of uh, Multiple Man or whatever. Yeah, One of those guys. Um, the show is also sponsored by our friends over at the thegeekyswagshop.com. Go to Geek Swag Shop. You see us on code of LOTLB. You get 10, 10% or 15% off any one of these items. Lord's Longbox, hoodies, gaiters. You can even wear a bandana. Look at that. How cool is that? Uh, and speaking of which, they are going to be giving away something as part of the 7,000 subs giveaway. This will be part of the grand prize winner. You'll get a one-foot statue of Grogu <laughs> sitting in a chair. Who doesn't want It's a foot tall. Who doesn't want a statue of Grogu at their desk or wherever or just to freak out? Dude, that's big. Yeah, that definitely. Big. Yeah. Uh, also, our friends at Comics, Tunes, and Toys in Custom Tustin, California, the sponsor of this show, is throwing all these bad boys up. If you missed out on your Department Ooh. of Truths, we're going to have a bunch of them. So uh, we're going to give away, you know, probably a grand prize winner will win, you know, uh, the, you know, two or three slabs as well as a statue also cover price is doing a um gonna give away two six month memberships and i forgot to mention krs is also going to be giving away a mystery box to one of the winners too so holy cow the man, grand prize man. winner could literally grab a thousand dollars worth more than a thousand dollars worth so that statue alone retails for 170 dollars. i looked it up today but uh yeah, so if you haven't, go peep out the video from Saturday to enter the video, and we're probably going to announce a winner sooner than later, as soon as we can get all the Lords together, probably, hopefully, this weekend or uh, sometime along those lines so we can announce the winners. Um, we like to give away people to winners and uh, that entered in the video, as well as people in the live chat, though, because there's a, there's a, you, and you guys know who you are, your professional <laughs> contest enterers, you know, because mm-hmm. I only see them comment whenever there's a, 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 a video entry for contest. <laughs> so, anywho, we'll go from there, man. But once again, this is the cover price shakers of the week. This comes from our friends at Cover Price, focusing on new sales or the most interesting sales found at their exclusives daily shakers list. This list changes several times a day, so make sure you check it out every day to review some of the hottest trending books. And I have been doing this for a while, uh, I don't know, about a year now. This, by far, 
has the weirdest and most obscure yep. books that I have seen. I didn't even you wouldn't even think they were comic books, to be honest with you. Like one of them just looks like a, a, <laughs> one of them. A, not a, I mean, yeah, we'll on. talk about one that. Of them like a, come on. One of them looks like a, a, a fucking an air uh, something you would get on your browser, and when you just land on the homepage, and if that's a good hint, you might go to it. But uh, let's get right to the first one, boys and girls. What do we got for the first shaker of the well, week? Come on, Tivo. Before we get started, let's ask the crowd to take a moment. And make sure you are subscribed to the channel. If you're not already subscribed to the channel, think about doing it. We have just hit one milestone. We're on our way to the next. And also hit the thumbs up, man. You know you're having a good time. We're interacting, having a great time. Hit that thumbs up. All right. First one up on the list, we've got Amazing Spider-Man issue 546, the Steve McNevin book market. What, what does that mean? Originally exactly. published in 2008. Now, in the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer... There was a blink and you miss it shot of a delivery truck with feast on the side. This led many to the obvious conclusion that if feast exists in the MCU, then so does Martin Lee, AKA Mr. Negative. Wow. While Mr. Negative had a cameo appearance in the 2007 amazing Spider-Man free comic book day swing shift issue. His full appearance as both Martin Lee and Mr. Negative are in this issue. More indirectly, it also features the first appearance of Feast. This helped move this issue, bringing out a rare book market variant, which sold for a new high raw sale of $451. It's unknown where these book market variants were sold, but many sources put point to these being a limited giveaway at the larger comic conventions. Not for resale on it, bro. It says so right there on the bottom. Yeah, not for yeah, resale, but one. apparently it's sold for four hundred fifty-one dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, if if anybody knows the origins of this book, you know where it came from. You know, um, it's kind of like those weird giveaways, like uh, uh like uh, when you go see the opening of a movie. I have the yeah. Remember when Venom came out? I have that Venom book that they oh, they yeah. were giving away. Um, because I mean, when I was thinking about, it, I was like, ah, eh, these are worth nothing. And now I'm thinking about it, man. These books maybe worth something the way the market goes nowadays. You know what I mean? Just right. just people getting kind of weird one offs. But uh, there you go, man. Amazing Spider-Man number five forty six, Steve McNiven book market variant. Because uh, we're trying to f don't know where they were marketing these from, so we'll just say book market. So there you book go, market. man. So, yeah, Amazing Spider-Man five forty six. Uh, next up is a gorgeous cover, one of my favorite covers. Ah. Uh, yeah, this one's nice. So you got Future Fight First, uh, White Fox, number one, in Huck Lee, Virgin Variant. I think these were like one in 100, if I'm not mistaken. So first appearing in Contest of Champions, number one, back in 2015, the White Fox, Amy Hunt, is a mystical Korean shape-shifting nine-tailed fox and has gained popularity on recent Asian-based Marvel teams like Agents of Alaska. Based on some recent sales, 650 $50 for a CGC 9.8. She's one of the more recent Marvel characters has that is one to watch for. Hmm. And if you watch Shang-Chi and paid attention, there was a couple of nine-tailed foxes that were yes. in the village of Talo. Because um, yeah, it, it's, well, I it's, thought you said we weren't doing any spoilers until next week. <laughs> no, they actually showed in the trailer. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, they showed in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, where were you? All right, sorry yeah. about that. I, I didn't right. break the trailer uh, down frame by frame, man. All right. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Future First White Fox issue number one, the In Huck Lee Virgin variant from 2019. Wow. It's amazing how old variants come back on this. All right. 
Get ready if you have uh, two for two. There's get no ready way. for your first offer. I There's am no definitely confident that nobody has this. There's no way. Maybe in somebody in the Bay Area. No way. All right. <laughs> next up on the list, we've got Google Chrome, originally published by Google in January of 2008. So any comic book can be a collectible. Case in point, this Google Chrome comic written by Scott McCloud to explain the inner workings of their new open source browser, Google Chrome. Per his site, the comics were designed as a printed comic for journalists and bloggers. He notes, I helped conduct interviews with about 20 engineers who worked on this project, then adapted what they said into comics form. Some paraphrasing, lots of conden uh, condensation. Condensing? Oh, maybe that's a typo. Lots of condensing and one or two late drop-ins, but basically it was a very organic adaptation and I had a lot of latitude. Since this comic landed into the hands of non-comic collectors, this is significantly tough to find. This week, a rare sale sold for $220 for a 9.8. The highest sale for this book was back in April of 2020 for $400. Now, granted, this isn't that crazy a price, but it is notable for a free book about Google Chrome, man. Come on. <laughs> That's it's ridiculous. I mean, if if you were to show a picture of me, I'd go, oh, yeah. What, why are you sending me a picture of your browser for? You know, yeah, right. just, <laughs> I mean, but oh, to, to think there was a comic on it, I mean, it, it just kind of boggles, it boggles the mind that, you know, and, uh, you know, you know, the nerds of Google are probably thinking are, you know, it's got, there's probably tons of comic book collectors. Like, Come on now. I mean, you know. Well, they, they were um, probably thinking on their staff. You know, half yeah. the developers who are going to want to know about this are reading comic I books. I know, right? And like, I, there's got to be one guy engineer who's like big into comics. Like, you know what? Let's make a comic book. We're worth about ten billion dollars. Let's just make a comic book. Why not? And it could be about what do you mean? I don't know. We'll just make it about Google Chrome, the uh, the, the the web experience or whatever. But <laughs> uh, so if you happen upon, I don't even know where you would find this. I mean, I, unless you no were way. at a Google garage headquarters. in Silicon Valley from some yeah. past yeah, employee it's be a, yeah. who, who was sitting in a in in their orientation and got handed this and a stack of other crap <laughs> their first yeah. day if you have this on your 2021 bingo card you won straight up uh tag me <laughs> on instagram it. if you have a copy you of this That's and it. i will Marvel send you no I'll, I'll send you a hundred dollars uh <laughs> if you have this but i need to show you need to show proof of life if you have this uh Anyway, uh, Google Chrome by Google from January 2008. <laughs> Can you just imagine just the price of Google stock in 2008 to what nice. it is now? It's like, uh, yeah. if anything, this book is undervalued at 220. Shit, it, you know, the if it went with the price of the stock, it should be about what, 10 million, somewhere around there? I don't know. I'm bad with math. Uh, so, uh, here, another rare book on this list because of uh, a certain uh, pro movie announcement, uh, but this one is a rare one. Yeah, I've never seen this one. So this is Harbinger number one, the DMG Chinese edition variant back in 2015 from Valiant. So back in 2015, Valiant formed a partnership with the Chinese firm DMG Entertainment to license and develop their large library of titles. They eventually purchased Valiant in 2018. This led to Bloodshot and Harbinger landing at Sony Pictures. To celebrate the partnership, Valiant and DMG produced this issue along with Bloodshot in Mandarin to distribute to the Chinese press. They are uh, exceptionally hard to find here in the states with a recent surge in valiant sales this rare book hit a new high sale of twelve hundred dollars for a cgc 9.8 i wonder if the interiors are also in chinese it's got to be well yeah it was marketed. It's, i mean obviously yeah 
Yeah, it's be, a right? Mandarin language, but I wonder if the story is uh, it's probably the same story. It's just, you know, translated into Mandarin. But what's interesting mm-hmm. is after last week's show when I uh, I think Harbinger 1 was uh, was on our I think it was on our top 10 list, right? Yeah. Um somebody sent me a screenshot and it was a report that really nobody paid attention to on Deadline that they that they, they were uh moving on with uh, some um a movie deal finally for mm-hmm. the Valiant books. So um, you know, Valiant people are diehard collectors. They uh, are, dude. My man, Elvin, yeah. they're crazy. My man, Elvin from um, Christian from Elvin's Comics had a Valiant podcast like ten years ago, and they used to talk about Valiant books all the time. And uh, I just talked to him recently. I may, I'm, I may have him on the show to talk about Valiant because if there's anybody who knows anything about Valiant, it's at Christian at Elvin's Comics, man. Because uh, like I said, they are very like hardcore fan base even though valiant has kind of been through a, a bunch of different hands i mean i think dinesh sold them off uh the dinesh mm-hmm. the same dinesh who started bad idea comics was the ceo of dinesh and then he either he either quit or got fired right before blood uh before bloodshot production happened so uh interesting very interesting all right so harbinger number one the dmg chinese edition from valiant from 2012 man Matt was like pissed off. You guys got so many on the cover price top ten. He goes, you know what? I'm yeah. trying to get. I'm trying to get some <laughs> offers on this list. All right. Next up is the Holy Grail of Spawn Comics, in my opinion, because this book's been on my radar and I should have pulled the trigger long ago. But it, it, what is it? Well, this is what I love about this show. We're going to drop some knowledge because I, I did not know this interesting fact. I'm about to lay on you. Next up on the list, we've got Spawn number one, the black and white, from January of 1992, and it's not well known, but this black and white variant was produced over five years after its release in 1992. It was actually a 1 in 50 incentive for Spawn at number 65. But by 1997, Spawn wasn't even close to the massive print run it had early on. This instantly made this 1 in 50 variant one tough book to find. This week, it hit a new raw, raw high sale of nine hundred and fifty dollars that book's dope look at that interesting cover definitely for spawn one right five years after yeah yeah i've known about this book for a while because when i was like looking at spawn books and and about i would say about five years ago and just started popping up on radar i said wait what's spawn number one black and white what is this and then i started looking and i was like wow and i could have got a nine eight for uh for I think it was fifteen hundred. If you Ooh, look at a raw copy for nine fifty, that mm. fifteen hundred for a nine eight doesn't okay, sound too bad. Uh, doesn't sound too bad at all. So uh, where's where's James, Mister Spawn himself? Where is he? <laughs> yeah, where is uh, he? Does he have this one? Because t- in my opinion, this is the holy grail of Spawn <laughs> comics, right? You know, because Spawn number one is a super high print run, right? But uh, mm-hmm. this black and white, this is this is the one to get. All right. Um, so for all those with the offer, here's your chance to get on the board. You're on the here's board, your man. chance. This is your chance to get uh, maybe one or two if you already mm-hmm. had like the other one. What is it? Man, if you're a Spidey fan, you should probably have this one in your collection. So the Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man number 98 from Marvel Comics 1985. While issue 97 features the first appearance of Dr. Owen, an employed scientist of Wilson Fisk hired to study and experiment on cloak of cloak and daggers dimensional abilities later in this issue in issue 98 we receive the first appearance of dr own as the spot he's been previously leaked that he may be showing up in the next into the spider-verse film however it is unknown how large of a role he will be playing 
He's been easily one of the most underused villains, mostly due to the camping nature he took over uh, past the years. However, his portal ability could end up being the perfect fit in the film if to leak if the leak is accurate. Meanwhile, the first appearance has had its biggest sale to date with the CGC 9.8 for $500. Man, if Polka Dot Man could be on screen, you could put the sprite. No, why not, right? Yeah. But, but I this mean, guy's abilities are cool. But it, it would lend itself well to the animated movie. Just how mm-hmm. Goku, And plus, Wong kind of used this, the spot's powers already, kind of. Uh, if, 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 if you've seen Shang-Chi. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Wong does the same type of thing, right? Or, yeah. or if, if you think about the what if. Doctor uh, Strange did when he pulled the, the book the out of The what if with the, with the zombies as well, right? With the kind of. Yes. Yeah, the we've sh- seen teleportation. this before. So you know maybe it's kind of like eh, it's a little bit too close to that. So but you know in the um in into the Spider Verse in a and you know some of the you know some of the comic book things are super kind of campy or even kind of way out there. But animated form, why not? Or if you're why James not? Gunn, why not put Polka Dot Man and a weasel on screen? Man, that that weasel <laughs> is the stuff of nightmares, man. I swear to God, it is. I every time I see a picture of uh the weasel or Weasel Man or whatever his name is, man, I think it gives me. I forgot. It's it's a chupacabra. That's what it is, man. That ain't. I, hey, I remember. So you're saying like animated stuff. The spot actually showed up in Spider-Man: The Animated Series back in the '90s. Yeah, and it was an interesting. Yeah, it was an interesting like storyline. So the fact that they, like you said, animated, they can definitely do it for Into the Spider Verse. And there is also rumors, and I, I have to ask my our, my our, our friend Mikey's son about this. That um, they're going to be doing another Spider-Man animated series, right? Um, you know, because you know, hmm. so those are some of the best stories outside of DC's. Um, when DC's universe started with the Batman and all those things, Spider-Man had really good. I mean, it went and it was pretty serious too. They had a Morbius on there, they had Blade on there, they had the. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a pretty good series. Not the MTV one. I hated that that kind of CGI one, but the one yeah. prior to that one. Do you remember? I think it was on Fox. Yep, it was, yeah, it was just the regular. Uh, yeah, you're right, Fox. Yeah, but I mean, but it, it didn't talk down to you as a kid. Like it was very, it was somewhat adult in in, in the storytelling. A lot of the Peter's uh, Spider-Man stories that you read in the comics were there in animated. You know, it's a shame it was the we closest don't have... to Batman animated you could get. As exactly, re- as, it, uh, it's a shame we don't have that level of 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 animated storytelling on just regular TV, right? I mean, you could only get it on streaming but you know when we were growing up you know even shit even i can remember thunder the barbarian wasn't campy or jokey at all ukla ariel ride still right? love me some thunder right <laughs> still love me some thunder give me thunder the barbarian live action and i'll be a happy man so uh the peter parker spectacular spider-man issue number 98 from 1985 500 bones for a cool 9.8 uh by the way Amazing Fantasy uh, 15 sold for 3.61 million. It was too obvious to put on the Shakers list. No, That's why Matt likes to pull out more obscure books. Because come on now. I mean, uh-huh. we can afford a $500 book, but, uh, you know, I only know two people who can afford that $3.6 million. Well, I don't know anybody actually, but kudos <laughs> to you. Amazing Fantasy 15 and a 9.6 sold for $3.6 million. Man, the market is going crazy. Uh, all right. Next up is another rare book that I don't think I've ever seen. This is this this is craziness. All right, you guys ready for this one? Number seven on the list, we've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Storm Drain Savers. One shot, originally published in 1990 from Mirage. Now, cover price highlighted this rare comic book back in August of 2020 when it sold a CGC 9.6 copy for 330 bucks. However, this week. 
we saw two high new sales that obliterated that sale before now let me give you a little background now before free comic book day free comics weren't as comic weren't as common as they are today most free books ended up in the hands of kids who obviously didn't think to save these for profit no this book is four and a half inches by five and a half inches it's a mini comic and was produced by mirage studios and donated to the santa monica bay restoration project for their earth day 1990 public outreach program on storm drains and water pollution <laughs> now originally printed in black and white and given away only in los angeles there was also a 1991 color reprint which can be even harder to find with all that said this week's new high sales of six hundred dollars raw and two thousand two hundred ninety nine dollars for a cgc 9.6 shows just what a free comic book can do Man, I'm gonna tell you what, Matt DeVoe, shout out to you, bro. You went deep, right. you went digging deep <laughs> in them mom boxes with this one. I mean, even to just know the actual origins of where it came from, it it, it was donated to a Santa Monica Earth Day like type thing, right? right? I mean, Earth Day, you know, public outreach. So to even think then, you know, besides kids, just regular people handing them out comics. So I mean, you know what? I'm really starting to think my Venom comic may be worth something that they handed out during the movies, man. <laughs> That's like, right. You need to go. Uh, that thing I think they did gave away a bloodshot comic too on the release of that one. So who knows? Maybe that's the next thing. The comics that you get from the theaters whenever uh, the new uh, the new uh, the well with it being black and white. How many of these do you think just ended up in the trash? With it, you right, because you know, you know well, how do you get them? Grab like, this, toss it up. You know, just toss. Yeah, what do you? Things. You know, as they, as they walk through the door, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah roll it up, put it in your back pocket. So, so it's pretty amazing that I could hit a nine point six because knowing you know. Um, First of all, it was 1990. I'm trying to think um, how popular were Turtles in 1990. Well, I guess it was somewhat just popular, around, right? Yeah, that was just around when they were coming out. But I got to know, what the hell are the Ninja Turtles doing in the Santa Monica Bay Area? They're from New York, man. <laughs> Come on. Hey, they're storm, they're, 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 it was, they're trying to save the storm drains. Storm drains and how to yeah. hang water pollution. <laughs> so for those who grew up in Southern California... The, for the longest time, you know, they were you, Santa Monica is a nice place to visit, but they don't want the beach because you'll walk out with like a syringe stuck in you. You're right. <laughs> so uh, back in the 90s, it was a it was not a, a beach you go swim in. Um, but, you know, they've done a lot of conservation through there because, you know, obviously all the, the Los Angeles River drains out into the ocean. So they did a lot to clean that up. But, you know, back I mean, the running joke back in back then is in Santa Monica is stay in the sand. Don't go into water. If you go you come into water, you're going to come out and your body's going to be green or something along those lines. But hmm. there you go. TMNT storm drain, storm drain savers. One shot from 1990. Crazy. Ooh, Matt is. Yeah. And you thought you were going to see amazing fantasy right. 15 on here just because it sold 3.6 million. Ha ha. Maybe it is. I don't know. What's but next? By the way, I agree with Anthony Reynolds. I hope my uh, my Pizza Hut X Men is going to blow up next. Oh damn! I remember. Right? That. You know oh, that you right. got one. Me back. You know you got one. <laughs> I mean, at this point, anything that's like a freebie or anything, especially if it's high grade, because you know most people, you know, nowadays people, are, you know, you know, encase everything and protect everything, you know. But you know, I remember going to Universal. Um, actually, me and Dark Side Jedi went to a Warner Brothers Studio tour. 
and we bought and uh, they were handing out that Wonder Woman variant that, that you could only get from Warner Brothers Studio, and every mm-hmm. copy was trashed. Uh, every one of them. Uh, same with Disneyland. Disneyland has these uh, park exclusive variants, and and uh, peop- and Disney people are notorious flippers as well. They'll actually take something that's a, a exclusive that's released that day, take a picture of it, and 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 list it on eBay while they're still at the park. Good so Lord. Disneyland actually <laughs> got smart and they started bagging and boarding them. They started getting bags and boards for them, believe it or not. So uh, I guess you know, you make enough noise and people will pay attention. So TMNT storm drain drivers, storm drain savers. Sorry, I keep on thinking <laughs> drivers for some reason. All right, what do we got next? Oh uh, <sighs> well, I think the weirdness just keeps on going. So we got <laughs> yeah, Walt Disney, the black hole number four from 1980. So this issue is one of the most notable books of the infamous Whitman prepacks. In 1979, Mattel purchased Western Comics, marking it at the end for Western's long gold key publishing run. This merger essentially eliminated their newsstand program and focused specifically on those bagged comics. This created a whole mess of problems and market confusion as issues were severely delayed or even never released. Though for this entry, they also produced some super low print runs. If you search for Whitman's prepacks, this book is one of the key books mentioned in terms of being one of the rarest. This could be only found in a sealed two-issue pack. Due to this scarcity, when a copy comes up for sale, it typically goes for highs. And this week, it sold for a new high in a CGC 6.0 for $895. Damn. That's crazy. What is this? I've probably seen this book. I'm trying to think if this was actually because there was a Disney actually made a movie that was released in 1979 called yep. The Black Hole. You guys remember yep. that movie? Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. seeing that movie in, in the theaters. It was Disney's way of trying to everybody was trying to get into the whole the Star uh, Wars thing. Star Wars thing, right? It wasn't awful. Yep. It was a black hole. Actually, it was because there was that damn robot. I remember that silly <laughs> robot. Remember, it was kind of awful, right though, man, wasn't it? <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, it actually is not bad at all. But I mean, it's called The Black Hole. And uh, this comic is beyond the black hole, and this came out a year after or so after it was released in the theater. So maybe this is because I do remember they even had little silly robots that you know. Because if you think about the droids that are in Star Wars, the black hole movie also had these kind of uh, silly droids, and there was like I'm trying to think of his name. Maximilian was the bad robot. Yes, or something Maximilian like, was. Was that bad his guy. name? Man, I'm trying to remember, man. But man. Hey kids, we when we're young. The pickings were slim, you know. We yeah, had the uh, we, we had the black our age hole. Now, man. Yeah, nowadays you're spoiled with all your stuff. Was uh, there? You see, planet. See, planet in Arizona says black hole is damn good. They all die and either go to heaven or hell. <laughs> Spoiler alert! So if you haven't Spoiler seen alert! It, they go beyond the black hole to an yeah, alternate universe. <laughs> that's right. So uh, all Disney's the black hole issue number four. Man, talk about. Uh, Man, Matt was really digging. Let's see if you guys get down the board on this one. Nope. Oh, man. Come on. <laughs> Come on. When I saw this, I'm like, this is ridiculous. All right. Next up, number nine on the list, folks. Wishes and Rainbows. No issue number. Uh, Federal Reserve Bank of Boston, 1981. Okay, here we go. Like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Storm Drain books, Free books were rare. This promotional comic was published by the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston. This was provided by the bank to school children as an economics teaching tool focusing on broad concepts including scarcity, supply, demand, and allocation. 
And it was all done through good old fashioned comic book storytelling and a six page teacher's guide. Well, this week, a rare copy came to market and sold a CGC 9.8 for five grand. Someone needs to get paid on that one. Too, right. well, we can't the... wait for it to be optioned one day, right? Come on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so apparently, I meant when this came out in 1981, right? The kid who wrote this uh, or read this because it was a teaching tool in economics focusing on broad concepts, including scarcity, supply, demand, and allocation. Well, they we took what they've learned reading this book in 1981, and now it's sold it for five grand. That is the definition of uh, the what they learn in that uh, economics class, go. right? If you, if you think her. about it, uh, and who was teaching economics to kids of this age and I'm trying to think. I was like, you know, because this looks like it's made for grade school, not, you know, typically economics is something you take in high school. But uh, kudos to the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston for making a comic book. <laughs> but uh, telling you, Matt man. was like, yo, man, I, you guys, I'm, you guys, we're, we're, we're really pulling out the rarities on this one. Yeah, but, we are. Uh, Villains wishes. says, I feel like I'm being punked. Where's Ashton at? <laughs> it's, hey, it's real, man. It's real. I know. Welcome to the show. Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my so goodness. wishes and rainbows with what looks to be Dora the Explorer in black and white to me. Uh, but there you go, man. The Federal Reserve Bank of Boston. All right. Actually, the last book on the list is probably another good uh, chance for you to get on the board, I think. Yeah, definitely two of ten, the most anyone's going to get on this one. So the last, why the last man, number one from 2002 DC Comics under the Vertigo label. So this book has gone through an incredible journey over the past 20 years. It was hot immediately upon its release back in 2002, of course, because of Brian K. Vaughn. And then it went on to have the worst case of content create development of hell. Why was one of those books that has been was a no brainer content translation, though? It just couldn't find its way onto a screen. It was crazy to finally see a trailer this year and even being so close to actually seeing that this show is going to happen. And we're pretty excited about it. The market is definitely starting to feel it as prices are really starting to pick up. And we have a CGC 9.8 sale that just hit a new high for $1,795. Can this book continue the trend of getting even hotter post-release? I'd say so. What do you yeah, think? Do you I think, think so? this is un, un, I think this is undervalued to be honest with you. Wow. Nine point eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, for those who saw the trailer, I mean, you know, there's a lot I know, of. People... What if it sucks? Yeah, <laughs> it looks pretty. Uh. It looks pretty well. I mean, for the longest time, it was. I think it was going to be on FX, but then FX, mm-hmm. you know, was going through all the things with Disney buying it and everything. Uh, basically, why is the last man on Earth? And there's only he. Uh, there's other women around him, and so obviously, when people saw the trailer certain segment of uh, collectors or society poo-pooed on it. But what's interesting <laughs> about why the last man is interesting is because, you know, he's the last man and males are the only, are the ones that have the Y chromosome and his name starts with a Y. So if you ever think about that, right? So women have the, I believe the X and Y chromosome and men are, no, no, men have the X and Y chromosome. And I think women have just the X chromosome. So, but also his name is Y and funny fun fact, the name of his monkey is Ampersand. I thought it was like Ezekiel or something. No, the name of the monkey is oh. Ampersand, uh, oh, which yeah. is very geeky in itself, right? Who's going to name their monkey Ampersand? <laughs> but uh, hey, man, don't go any way. We're going to go and see what's shaking today, Let's boys and girls, because uh, we always like to see what's shaking the market today. Um, you know, we got a good chance to see. We'll try to highlight some interesting ones that probably won't get talked about again next week, hopefully. 
Um, so here is the coverprice.com website. Here's your weekly top 10. Here's the weekly movers. Hey, firepower. Wow, that's interesting. That. Hmm, I wonder why. Okay. I've been buying this book up because I believe anything Robert Kirkman does has a good chance of being uh, developed. So, but look at fire. Well, what, but we're not talking about movers. But it's pretty interesting if you think about why firepower sold twenty four copies this week. But anyway, it's a great story and it's a martial arts story. So right now that's the Vogue thing, right? Martial arts and comics. So let's look at the daily shakers. I can already tell you I don't have any of those in the top row. Ooh, look um, at Hawk that Man. Walkman Ooh. four. Ha oh Lord have mercy. Uh, Hawkman number issue number four, first appearance Zaytana. Zaytana. Oh doggy. <laughs> Twenty G's for a nine point six. Wow. This is yesterday. Good lord. My God. Nobody's buying it for Zahackman Hawkman, that's for sure. I just want to see the worst the, cover they... first appearance. Exactly. Well, worst. yeah, unfortunately, a lot of first appearances are where they don't appear on the actual cover itself. Yeah. Um um, that's why Wolverine 181 over 180, in my opinion. Hey, look at this, just for you, Justin. Uh, this Ooh. is the Chip Zdarsky Jackson, Jackson black and white variant. Look at Jackson the bunny, right? So mm. now we know how Jackson $3,500 <laughs> for a raw comic. This was like a oh, one man. in, I think the ratio was one in 4,999. Get out of here. That is ridiculous. Yeah, I'm serious. Because they tried, what they did, with Marvel did is they, you know, um, what was it? Batman, the Dark Knight Returns three, the Master Race. They came out with yeah. like one in like basically one per store. If it, yeah. yeah it's, so basically, they had to have some. They did some high crazy ratio variant for this, so that's why it commands that much. Tell you if we ever see Jack Jackson for a uh, fun fact is the first um, uh, Marvel created character for Star Wars, right? If you think about it, prior mm -hmm. to that, all the characters that Marvel had done were from the movies. And then, uh, what was it, issue eight or 11, where you finally see Jackson on the screen? Oh my God. If we ever see Jackson just pop up on like the Mandalorian <laughs> Book of Boba Fett, I will lose my shit. I would just go crazy. Uh, it, it He's going to be, be in pretty... the bar somewhere, you know, in the corner drinking. Yeah. Hey, look at this little. Um, uh, Sonia, Red Sonia getting some love. This is the first, we were just talking about this, how first appearance, but it's not the first cover appearance. Uh, that's and the how, next book? Yeah, 24? the next book. Yeah. I mean, the, that's why I'm, I, this one looks much better, right? You got oh, yeah. Red Sonia writing a cover, but technically uh, the other one is the first appearance. First appearance of Red Sonia, 9.6 for two grand. Wow, look at that. Oof. Oof. Captain Britain. Uh, Young Avengers is always on this list. Hey, now, now I like talking, looking at some weird stuff. Primer issue number two, the first the appearance of Grendel, aka Hunter Rose, nine point oh, so for almost twelve hundred dollars, man. Grendel, who remembers this? What year did this come mm -hmm. out? Nineteen eighty two. Eighty two. This is even before independent comics were really the boom, right? I, you know, Ten boom years old. From, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Here's that damn Nintendo book again. Oh, God, I had all these, what all is, these what? in there in the garbage now. There, I oh, just man. scooped them up, threw them all away. Oh my God, seven point oh, five for twelve hundred. Well, back in June, you got eight point five for twenty five hundred. Fuck. Good <laughs> Say that again. Nobody was holding on to these. That's why. Uh, it's some great covers, though. Mike's hey, photorealistic colors. This literally just came out. Just like, came out, right? But one signed. in 250. Todd McFarlane. 
That is a pretty dope cover, though. I dig it. Uh, there was a ton of covers for these when you got... You, I mean, it's one of those things where you go there, you're like, damn, do I get them all? Or which one do I think is going to be hot? But mm-hmm. either way, $850 for a rock hoppy. Here, I mean, here's all the covers, if you look at them. Um, um, I'm not even going to talk about this one, because then I'd have to invoke a certain graphic. But the, yeah, no, the, no the cover artist. But uh, I like this one, too. This one is pretty dope. Oh, that is pretty uh, nice. Yeah. Puppeteer Lee? Is that a name? What the hell? Is that a real yes, name? Yeah. Uh, uh, let me see. who. This one's pretty cool, too. Capullo. Capullo stuff. Yeah, yeah, Greg Capullo. Yeah. King Spawn. Spawn is just, it just it's like Ryan says, it's like herpes. It just pops up every <laughs> few months, you know? Uh, oh, man. Uh, hey, man, we've always talked about this. My, too bad uh, uh, Jack isn't on here. We talk about these kind of uh, animated kind of series that are picked up that, you mm-hmm. know, uh, Gargoyle, number one, newsstand edition, $630 for a 9.8. That was one of the more adult afternoon cartoons, right? The stories were yep. very, very good. And you know what? The animation was really good. It stands the test of time, uh, to be honest with you. Um, Eminem fans I- know this book. This Salvador Rodoka, uh, La, Roca, La Roca, not for not mm-hmm. for sale. Promo, seven hundred dollars and nine point oh. If you want to see all time mm. sale, highest known value is only a nine point four for sixteen ninety. Uh, but here is the other weird uh, XXL cover. Uh, this is the oh, comic nice. printed inside of it. Not nearly as much mm. as that one because the the Deadpool one is uh, much cooler. Interesting, cool to see uh, Deadpool on here. Uh, Vengeance, Yusagi Yojimbo. Always Ooh. something killing the children. What? Tiva, you want You guys want to hear a terrible, horrible story? Go ahead and check out that New Mutants that just sold. See how it, how they're highlighting a 9.0 New Mutants 98 that sold. Which right one? The down, uh, number down, down. down one round, right there. New Mutants 98. New First Mutants appearance 98. of Deadpool. Yeah. 9.0 for 549. Go ahead and let's let's take a closer look at that. Can you slide down to the 9.0s and see if there was any other 9.0s that also sold yesterday? Because there was. There was actually two 9.0s that sold yesterday. Yeah, Guess who actually over... owned the second one? You got it for 335? I sold it for 335. Oh, it was in a 7-day auction and that's all it went for. Oh. Uh, I literally came God. out, I put my arms in the air spread them and told my wife to kick me in the nuts i said please just do it right now i can't take it it's over did you do a 99 starting at a 99 cent sale or something no <laughs> no it, it was a seven day auction started at 305 bucks and it got a, up to wow. a whopping 335 and on the same day another one sold for 540 and but That's look at crazy. even July, <laughs> the, the ones for 400 489 i meant uh what day did it, the auction end yes yesterday this is well, yesterday stuff man this is 9 a.m in the morning yeah, you, you no, know, it, it's it very... ended at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Yeah, time. but no, no, Tuesdays, what was yesterday, Wednesday? Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. Sundays Wednesday. are typically the best days. I mean, that's when most auctions Hey, end. neighbors. Uh, yeah. I love you, bro. And You're it's awesome. always about timing, too, <laughs> man. It's always about timing, too, man. <laughs> timing, uh, no, timing, timing is everything. Yeah, Clearly, that everything. should have been an auction that ended on a Friday night around 9 p.m. East Coast time. Here you go, Justin. I know you're big on uh, Naomi. Uh, this Ooh, is the San Diego Comic Con 2019 giveaway. Oh, that was no, just free. They gave that. They just gave that away for free. So oh. no, no bag, no board. So yeah, trying so to get nine eight for four twenty five. Think I got. But if you nice. get away at a convention, you know, you know, somebody Good will luck. probably have bags of boards already sitting inside their backpack already. <laughs> this is one of my favorite Spawn covers of all time. Uh, this one right here. That is so dope. That's 
Capullo and uh, first appearance of Archangel, which rarely ever seen him come back. It was like uh, they appeared in these early issues and then you never saw him. But this is one of the more mm-hmm. uh, the dopest covers of Spawn. Spawn number 77. First appearance of Archangel, a 9.8 sold for $400. And anything Spawn, man, is just is super hot right now. Um, hey, here's our friend uh, Radioactive Man. <laughs> this is always a fun man. one. From Bongo Comics. 375 for a 9 point eight hmm. that is pretty fun server surfer mephisto still going still there you go let's see where this is at now this book has cooled down a little bit so definitely uh, now's the time yeah first appearance of dr afra 420 for 9.8 i'm gonna see what other 9.8 so you're saying i should for. buy some more yeah i mean that it had a high it's off <laughs> yeah. its high of 600 so it's coming down yeah, so uh it looks like it came down a little bit trending uh, down so, so I mean, at one point they were five hundred, five ninety nine. They're right around. So I guess that's right around the market price. But you know, if they she ever appears on live action, it's going to go through the roof. Uh, easily go through the roof. Um, wow, something's killing the children. Here we go. Noctera is getting a lot, a lot of play lately. This is the Tony Daniel secret variant. I don't know what makes it a secret. Let's see what it. Uh, I think it glows in the dark. Face. No, right. it's her face. Uh, it's got the ring. Oh, her yeah. It looks like her face is obscured. Yeah. Let yeah. me look at the regular. That's a good thing about cover price. That they, oh, you can yeah. see them all. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. See, I can see. Yeah. Tony S. Daniel, and we all know Noctera is coming. So you can see all the different variants. Look at this all black variant. That looks crazy. Seven eighty dollars for the all black variant. Wow. Let's look at that. I because I've I have I've yet to see this one. Hmm. The black outfit one in two hundred. No wonder yeah, I haven't good seen luck. it. Look. Yeah. But yeah, nine point eight. Yeah, you think these uh, black covers are easy to get nine point eight in? Go grade some black covers, and we shall see. Yes. Um, um, speaking of which, I've always been talking about this one. Everybody talks about Devil Dinosaur. This is uh, one of the few uh, uh, few hip hop variants that are, are actually um, holding value. Remember, there was a whole big sell off on hip hop variants. Mm-hmm. This is the Moon Girl Devil Dinosaur hip hop variant, sold for four seventy nine and nine point eight on September eighth. I, th- I thought I saw another one on here. Oh no, this is just the regular one. Moon Knight is another one to look out for in the in the hip hop variants, and they are a tough. Uh, nut to crack in a 9.8 um because all of them pretty much uh, all black covers uh we'll look at this one because we know yosagi yojimbo is coming this is yosagi yojimbo special summer special from fantagraphics 1986 600 dollars for 9.8 well how cool hmm. is that wraparound cover oh that's dope that's nice yeah so they uh they released some footage from it um very briefly, but they have, I don't think they've done a full trailer yet. So um, I will uh, stop sharing my screen so we can talk to you folks. But today was a huge day. We didn't even talk about the Matrix trailer. We didn't talk about oh. the video game trailers. I mean, Marvel dropped Spider-Man 2, Wolverine, and there was another. What was the other game trailer that was dropped? Uh, Guardians was of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy, another game trailer. So, man, it was mm-hmm. before Marvel games are awful. And now it's like they're going full in on that. And, um, you know, the Matrix 4 trailer dropped, and I, I was like, meh, you know, I, you know, maybe I'm just not a giant Matrix fan like everybody. I was a the... huge Matrix nuthead. <laughs> what, what did I'm you think of the trailer? I thought it was fantastic. Because yeah. when you hear that they're going to do another Matrix, and you're thinking, well, wait a minute, man, he's old. How are they going to do? He's old. 
You know, mm. I mean, part of the whole thing was that you're plugged in. So you that's why you had this appearance of why you looked. But why I would thought you look it was. Old? Why would you look at old? The end <laughs> of the third film, they they reset everything back to what it was. Right. They, well, they, they negotiated peace. Yeah. Basically. The architect he, and the he, other he, person. He, he, he basically infiltrated a virus up in there and said, I'll, I'll get rid of the virus. But we got to have peace. And they said, OK. okay. There, cause huh. There's a scene in the Matrix Part Two where the architect goes on like a five to ten minute diatribe, which I I didn't understand at all, at all. Telling him this is saying. the sixth iteration of the exactly. Matrix. Exactly, basically saying yeah. this happens every. It's like you're like the fourth yeah. time this has happened. Yeah. So that's what I'm expecting. This happens, maybe I don't know, man. But uh, when the Matrix came out, it was cutting edge in terms of uh, fighting and the camera angles they're using and all the CGI. So we'll see if the, if they can keep up with everybody, what everybody else has been doing. You know what I mean? Um, you know, John Wick, you know, obviously uh has been doing John Wick, but you know, the martial arts that they did in the matrix was top notch at the time because it was done by the great Yun Wu Ping who did uh, crouching tiger, hidden dragon. Um, but we'll see if they can, uh, cause right now, Shang-Chi sets the bar for as far as martial art films made in the in the US. Yep. Going um, forward, when is that going to be released if you if you can't get to the theater? 45 you know, days. What, it's 45 days and then it'll be 30 bucks or is that what it is? No, 45 days and then it'll be released on uh Disney Plus. Uh from what that's what Chape that whole Chapek said about the experiment. He goes, "This is the first time. Normally they have a 90-day window." that they release in theaters and then whatever contracts that they have either go into what we used to cost. Uh, you could release the DVD. Uh -huh. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So basically you can go to Best Buy and buy a DVD. So that used to be a 90 day window or after. And then after that, there was another window where you could see it on cable. Uh, so this, they've shortened that time period now. So that this film was going to only have a 45 day uh, release date in theaters then after that, it'll go on whatever platforms they're contracted to. And um, how is that different than what they did with Black Widow and why? Well, that why? was a simultaneous release between uh, on to the movies and uh, Disney. I think Disney Premier Access, right? Where Disney you paid, paid charge thirty bucks for that. Yeah, because I, don't think I, I heard this rumor that the Russos are like, you know what? Until that whole lawsuit gets figured out, until you guys figure out how you're going to be releasing stuff and compensating us, that they weren't going to make any more movies. Have you heard about that? Yeah, I, I read about that's that. True. You read yeah, about I that? that. I, yeah, I, that's true. I think they all know very damn well that, you know, when they sign these contracts, but now they're just seeing how big Disney Plus has gotten and they just they just want more money. It's all part of negotiating. You know what I mean? Because they're like, wow, this stream you're the second largest streamer now, you know, so we want, you know. But it's like people on Netflix, you know, they they know what they're getting into. Like Patty Jenkins is now coming out and saying that she wish Wonder Woman eighty four never came out because Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot were given ten million dollars a piece so, so they could release it uh, on HBO Max. And, and now they made Patty, so now Patty, much more. now Patty Jenkins said, "I wish I would have never done that," or she probably wishes that they would have redone. I th I think what it's going to make Hollywood do is get their people to look at the contracts more closely and what exactly what their cut is because right now you get a theatrical release they kind of know how many points they get on the front end on the back end on, on, on a movie the same with actors and everything but with the pandemic it kind of changed the way things have been released so everybody has i think to be readjusted like the scarlett johansson thing will never ever see a day in court it, they're going to settle out of court because if they do go to court and i've said this before then guess what everybody gets to see the contract open their books they're like hey exactly. go no, ahead and open up books and be nobody like, wants to see that on either side disney doesn't want to see that and definitely scarter johansson's uh, team doesn't want that to happen because the people are like wait a second you're telling me you got 30 million dollars and you're still suing you and know what i mean bitching so, about that? 
because the context will become public at yeah. that point if they if they bring it up in a court. So uh, we shall see, man. But uh, it's good to see people back in the theaters for uh, Shang Chi. But you only it, have to broke, wait another. Is, was that record breaking or just a really good, good, strong post COVID? Weekend. I think it was so breaking breaking for Labor Day uh, weekend because okay. typically Labor Day isn't a big day for. I mean, Were the broke theaters the record packed when you went and saw it? Every single showing, yeah. Every single. Same with me, yeah. My theater was yeah. packed here in Jersey, so. Yeah, I mean, if you I mean you can wear a mask and and be in there, you know what I'm saying. So if you don't feel safe, just wear a mask. You know, most of the, for the most part, we always buy like a a so we'll buy like two seats with one seat in the middle free because we know nobody's going to buy that one seat by itself so this way we yeah. have some distance to ourselves <laughs> we're kind of selfish that way because on the amc app you can kind of like pick the seats and we're like all right where can we pick two seats that are you know and then would 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 somebody try to sit in between us you know what i mean or if i like a lot of times like you know on a saturday afternoon my lady's doing something i'll go see a movie by myself just to kill some time and i'll be like hey i'm gonna buy a ticket for you okay because on the AMC app, you can add somebody. So, you know, you, you can say, oh, this is a part of my... So you can get two seats. So I always guarantee at least I have an empty seat next to me. Okay. And I don't want to be selfish about it. But hey, hey, they, they get the money. What do they care, right? So, yeah. you know. But one time, somebody sat next to me. I said, hey, that's seat's paid for, man. Nobody's <laughs> sitting there, but I paid for that. Okay? And then he goes, well, somebody took our seats. I go, well, talk to them. That ain't my problem, man. You... <laughs> you need to go talk to them don't, don't try to just take some empty seats <laughs> that's crazy anyway jb any last words no man i want to shout out that chat this is really one of the best live chats on youtube right we get here early we tailgate i was in the chat 30 minutes early man we were tailgating up a storm shout out to everybody that joined us for the show if you stuck around to the end awesome make sure you hit the thumbs up on your way out and we'll see you next week tuesday and thursday are you doing something this weekend team what you doing you got Sunday? Um, no Sunday? Sunday I'll be doing letters from the long box with Mikey Sutton. Um, and then hopefully either Friday or Saturday we need to figure out when we're going to do our giveaway video. But uh, yeah, I'll be on Sunday for sure. Every Sunday now. We, it's going to be, I'm going to, you're going to see my ugly mug three times a week. So there you go. Justin, any last words? Uh, yeah, since I'm here on a Thursday night, everybody can check out the new episode of the Comic-Con podcast on Friday morning over at uh, iTunes, Google Podcast, Spotify, Anchor FM, like TiVo's got the shirt. So just drop the link in the chat. You could always click on that. It gives us to our Instagram page. And then that's where you can find everything else. So me and Zach just did the episode probably like a half hour ago. And Tim said, uh, hey, you want to jump on? I said, absolutely. I'm available. What's uh, the the subject tonight or tomorrow? Uh, or we're kind of talking. We're, we're talking all the, the video game trailers based on the comic books that dropped today. Uh, and then we're also kind of went over the first five episodes of What If. So. I can't believe it's the first time we actually got a Wolverine video game. The yeah. character has been so popular. We finally got a, a actual trailer. I mean, did, did you, you see um, Wolverine? Did you see? And I know we didn't talk about this. We were. Did you see the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer? That was pretty good too. See the World Mine and the Nova Corps. Yeah, that's. Some I mean, that was right out of the, that's uh, like, the comics. That's like the Universal Church of whatever. That's straight Council out of. Church, yeah, yeah, that's straight that's out of the comics too. Stuff. So that was pretty fun. And then the Spider Man Two, they actually showed Venom. I was like, uh, man, they go went off all out today, and it was uh because mm -hmm. Marvel Entertainment was only showing a few of them, and then the, I think Sony's a different studio, and then the Guardians of the Galaxy one. So man, they're yeah, all, it's all stepping Insomniac. up. Insomniac. That's the, the yeah Insomniac. All right, boys and girls, thanks for hanging out with us. I mean, we know you're uh, going to go at, back to watching football now, and uh, hopefully the Cowboys lose. But on that note, keep digging in them long boxes, and I will see you Sunday on Letters of the Long Box if I don't see you before then. Peace out, guys. Don't forget me. Now let's do it.